In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, we praise and thank you for the gift of the Holy Family, for Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. We thank you again for this new year that you've given us, and we just ask that you'd give us all the blessings that we need to continue to live for you. We ask that you bless our families, bless all those who are sick, all those who are in need of healing, all those who are preparing for their death. May you, Lord Jesus, give them peace and comfort. We ask us all on this Sunday, on this new Sunday, on this new year, in the name of our Blessed Mother and Saint Joseph, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Good morning. Good morning. It's good to see you here. Uh, thank you for coming to Mass, you know, I know the roads were bad, um, but thank you for being faithful to the Lord and to His Church. If my family can make it from the west side, I think you can drive from 25 mile, okay? So, uh, thank you for coming. Have you ever lost one of your children, right? In a mall, at a park, you know, some of you maybe have had that experience. My parents have lost me before, uh, surprisingly. I remember we were up north, and I think it was at the cross in the woods, and my parents lost me there. Um, I was very scared, and I was crying. My dad is looking at me right now. He's like, I don't remember that. Yeah, because you lost me, Dad. That's why you don't remember. <laughs> and you know the experience of, of losing a child like that, right? Especially as a parent, and the anxiety that you might have. Maybe you were happy that you lost them for a little bit, right? But we realize that as a parent, you know, when you lose your child. I remember even my sister, when we were kids, we were at Great Lakes Mall, and she got lost, and we were all in this frantic, right? We were all anxious and worried because she was a little girl, and she was just in the toy store playing with toys, you know? But I never forget those moments, right? Especially when we lost my sister for a little bit, and that anxiety that happened there. And I wonder in our own lives, in our own spiritual lives, in our relationship with God, are we that anxious when we lose our relationship with God? Think about losing. It could even be in death when we lose a loved one. There's this anxiety and this even depression, this stress that comes because we've lost someone. But do we have that same anxiety, that same worry when we lose God? whether it's because of our sin, because of our weakness, because of our struggle, whatever it might be, do we have that same anxiety? We shouldn't be afraid of disease. We shouldn't be afraid of sickness. We shouldn't be afraid of death. We shouldn't be afraid of any struggle. The one thing we should be afraid of is losing God. That's what we should be afraid of. The one thing we should be afraid of is offending God. That's what we should fear. And when we live like that, my brothers and sisters, nothing will faze us. No cross, no trial, no struggle will faze us. Because we fear one thing. We fear God. And the Bible tells us the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. When we fear God, that's when we become truly wise. And so in today's world, we need more families who not just fear God, but families who are focused on God. Families who are so worried about not losing Him, not losing Jesus, not losing our faith. You can turn on your news and you can watch a million things, what the, this CDC says and this thing says and, and this website says. 
but we will never be at peace until we know what God says. That's when we will never fear. That's when we will never be afraid. When this, when this becomes our life, becomes our focus. But oftentimes in our own families, in our own lives, in our own roles, our focus can be off from the Lord. Our focus can be away from Him. It's the new year, right? We know the alasas phrase, new year, new me. Okay, throw that in the garbage. It's not going to happen. You're going to go to Planet Fitness for two weeks. Super Bowl Sunday is going to come. You're going to be eating chicken wings and nachos, okay? <laughs> it's not just about making ourselves new and changing ourselves. It's about becoming people who are in love with God. You want to be new? That's how you can be new. By loving God. By keeping your focus, your mind, and your heart on Him. That's what we need to do. That's what we should never, ever, ever give up. Again, that focus can be off, right? For, for fathers, even myself. Our focus as fathers can be very off. Our focus as dads, as fathers, as husbands, can very much be on work, on money, on success. But fathers, I have a very simple question, and just think about this. If someone broke into your home tonight, what would you do? Imagine you're sleeping in bed and you hear someone literally break into your home. Your alarm goes off or you hear a loud clatter. I think most fathers would either grab their gun, grab something to hit the person with, and run downstairs to attack that person why? To protect your family. Because a good father and a good husband constantly has that in mind. I want to protect my family. So think about that. If someone came into your home and broke in, you would do everything in your power to protect your family. As a father and a husband, you would do everything to protect your wife and your kids. Well, newsflash. There is someone not just breaking into your home tonight, but every single day, the devil himself, fathers, the devil himself is trying to break into the hearts of your family. The devil is a thief and a robber, and he is the one who's trying to break your family, to hurt your family. One of my favorite quotes on fatherhood is, the devil, he hates you as a father, he hates your family, and so the devil will try to attack the father first. The devil will try to attack the husband first, because if he can get through the husband, if he can get through the father, then he can get to the rest of the family. Fathers, husbands, when you were married, the scripture says, a man leaves his father and mother to cling to his wife. The scriptures don't say that a man leaves his father and mother and clings to his money. It doesn't say that a man leaves his father and mother and clings to his job and his career and his work. It doesn't say a man leaves his father and mother and clings to his nadi and his liquor. The Bible doesn't say that. 
A man leaves his father and mother and clings to his wife, to his family, to the love that God has entrusted to him. That's what a father is meant to do. Mothers, wives, oftentimes a mother and a wife's focus can be off as well. Focused on our image, on our material gain. But the one thing that I see most with mothers and with wives as a priest, just hearing you and hearing you out, is mothers and wives are often never content with just the ordinary life. Just the ordinary life. Think about how monotonous life can become, right? It can be the same thing every single day. You wake up in the morning, oof, I have to deal with my stupid kids, right? <laughs> and we think that, and then every single day just becomes the same thing over and over and over again. And as a mother and a wife, it's very easy to get sick of that, to become fed up with that. And we just want something new, we want something different, and then we complain to our husbands all day about that very thing. But look at the Blessed Mother. Look at Mary. Think about this for a second. It says in the Gospel that they went home after this episode here in the temple. And for 30 years, it was just a normal life. She was raising Jesus, and it was just a normal, simple life. There was nothing special, there was nothing extraordinary about that life. And mothers and wives, the truth is, life is going to be the same. We're going to wake up for years and do the same thing over and over again. I think of myself as a priest. I wake up in the morning, I pray, I have mass with the khaltus, they're my favorite people in the world. I have meetings, we have programs at night. And if I didn't live with faith, if I didn't live with my heart and my mind on Jesus, yeah, life would be very boring. Because it's the same thing every single day. But what does Jesus say in the Bible? Behold, I make all things new. Behold, I make all things new. So as a wife and a mother, if you have to wake up every single day and get the kids ready and clean the house and make sure things are prepared and drop this person here and this person here and that person there and when we get fed up with that, of course we're going to get fed up if we don't trust in Jesus if we don't have love and faith and keep our minds and hearts focused on Him. Yes, for my life, every day is pretty much the same. But I promise you, every single night, I sit in front of the Eucharist and I'm amazed at how much God did for me in that day. There's so much happening. Life is not about what we fill our homes with or what we put on. Life is about what we fill our hearts with and the grace and the faith that we put on. That's what life is about. That's what we need to be focused on, especially as mothers and wives. Children, young people. Our focus as young people can be very easily just on pleasure and fun. And oftentimes, children get fed up with their parents. Oh, my parents are just boaters, they don't understand me. They don't get me. Habibi, 
Don't blame your parents for not understanding you. You don't understand yourself. You don't understand who you are. So don't blame your parents for being boaters. For not accepting your American way of wanting to live. Because they're boaters. If we knew God as children, as young people, if our focus was on God, we wouldn't be worried about people not understanding us. Oh, I'm triggered. Ugh, okay. <laughs> we need to learn to be focused on Him. To keep our eyes on Him, especially as young people. Because when we go to Him, when we live for Him, then we begin to understand who we are. Then we begin to understand who He's made us to be. And nothing and no one can take that from us. God alone. Jesus alone. I came up with a simple phrase the other day. Lord Jesus, this 2022 is for you. This 2022 is for you. Our focus, our minds, and our hearts need to be on Him. And we need families who are on a mission, families who are working together to love God and to live completely for Him. But it's not going to work unless everyone in the family is doing it. Fathers, husbands, mothers, wives, children, unless we're doing it together. At the very end of the Gospel, a beautiful phrase. Think about this. When Jesus went down, He went with them. He went with Joseph and Mary, and they went to Nazareth. And the Bible says He was obedient to them. Think about that. God, Jesus Christ, was obedient to his parents for 30 years. For 30 years, he was obedient to his parents. We get pissed when our parents tell us to fold the clothes, okay? Obedient. If God can humble himself, if God can lower himself and be obedient to two human beings... How much more are we called to be obedient to the parents God has given us and obedient to God himself? We need to be obedient to the Lord. Bishop Francis has called for this year to be the year of the Eucharist. Because we need to fall in love with the Eucharist. We are Catholic. We are not Protestant. We are Catholic. We have faith in the Eucharistic body and blood of Jesus Christ. When Joseph and Mary come looking for Jesus, and Mary says, why did you do this to us? We were looking for you. And he says, how could you be looking for me? Didn't you think I would be in my father's house? My brothers and sisters, when we're in pain, when we're in need of God, we take our pain and we look in a million places for a remedy. Yoga, Pilates, holistic medicine to heal us of our pain. But what about the medicine of life? The medicine that Jesus gives us, the Eucharist, the greatest medicine there is. That's what we need to have faith in. This is the year of the Eucharist, not just for no reason. It's the year of the Eucharist because our focus needs to be on Him.
Fathers, mothers, children, our focus needs to be on Him. And when it's on Him, life is amazing. Life is beautiful. Life is simple. And if you want that life in 2022, then this year has to be for Him. Completely, entirely for Him. So live for Him. And that decision is up to you. Amen.